Welcome to the Downhouse podcast, where you can learn more about Downhouse School. In this series, we'll be focusing on events at the school which bring the community together. In this episode, we'll be hearing from two alumni who attended the recent five-year reunion for the class of 2018, held at the West Forth Kitchen Wine Bar in Parsons Green. Our host, Simon Jones, speaks to Bethany Perry and Isabel Wood about their time at Downhouse and the beginnings of their career journey after university. So Beth and Izzy, welcome to this episode of the podcast. Thank you for being here. How are you both today? Yeah, really good. Thank you. Very excited. <laughs> well, it's great to be with you here at this venue for this five-year reunion. First of all, Beth, just tell us a little bit for the sake of people listening, when, when you were at school and which house you were in as well. Oh yeah, I joined um, in upper four, so I came at 13 plus and then I went into AGS. Um, and yeah, I then we all went into Willis for sixth form, but you remain thoroughly part of your house the whole way through, which is great. I started at 11 plus, so in remove, and I was in Tedworth and then went into Willis as well. Yeah. Okay. And tell us what, what you both went on to do after you left uh, Downhouse. What, what, where, where did you go after that? What did you do? Yeah, so I didn't take a gap year. I went straight to uni. I went to Durham and um, had a wonderful time. I studied English. I was in Hatfield um, and absolutely loved it. I mean, COVID kind of ruined a couple of things, but it was a really good uni experience and a great chance to kind of continue like with a load of like some downhouse girls, a lot of friends and make new, new ones and stuff. So yeah. I went to Bristol and I did the same. I went without a gap year. I did politics and international relations and I loved it as well. I actually ended up with my best friend at Bristol being in the year above me at school as well. Oh, wow. It's very, yeah. So it's a small, it's not that small, <laughs> but she, um, yeah, lots of down girls as well at Bristol. Very, very fun uni. Mm. Also a bit ruined by COVID, but still fun anyway. Never mind. I'm sure you still, yeah. you still had a good time okay. nevertheless. Yeah, we made the most of it anyway, exactly. <laughs> Beth, tell us what you're doing in life now then. So I'm uh, currently in between jobs, but I was actually at Sotheby's for the past year and a half. I um, left Durham, knew I wanted to go into the art world, and I was interning at a couple of galleries, and I was at Christie's for a bit. And then I got this great job as a researcher at Sotheby's in the Modern British Department and in the Impressions and Modern Department. And I did that for just under a year. And then I became an assistant and researcher, and I did that for, yeah, five months or stuff. So it was amazing, really loved it. The art world is mad, and anyone who wants to go into it, just get your teeth stuck in and do as many internships as you can, really. Well, wow, that sounds really exciting. So tell me a bit then about how you feel Downhouse helped you to, to, to do the work that you're doing today? Sure, well, I think um, Downhouse breeds very creative individuals. We had a wonderful history of art teacher called Miss Slocum, who really kind of got that kind of love of art history stuck into me. Our classes were a lot of fun. They were small. We only had like six or seven of us in our art history, eight little classes. And yeah, it was great. I think I always knew I wanted to do something creative that wasn't necessarily kind of sitting behind a desk and a computer the whole time. It was far more I wanted to be involved doing, I think, like being with people and working in an auction house is a great way to not only kind of continue studying art in that way, but you are not only meeting such a breadth of individuals, but you know, like internationally and also in London, but also you kind of your professional interpersonal skills really increase. And I think Down gives us the gave us the opportunity to have lots of public speaking stuff and working as a team and everything. No, it was a, yeah, kind of, I think, yeah, Miss Slocum was probably like the catalyst in my art history endeavours from then on, yeah. 
That's really good. So you, so you never felt that there was any kind of pressure to be sort of channeled down a more academic route, that you were encouraged to explore your art then? Yeah, I think um, art history is quite funny. You can kind of go down doing um, it at university and stuff, but I very much knew I wanted to do English and the course at Durham was the best in the country. So I really was like, wanted to continue kind of like doing the more learning how to present essays and stuff. And that definitely bled into it. Um, I think down doesn't necessarily restrict you to one career. It's like, as I said, it's like, we're all really well-rounded as girls. We're really sporty and creative and academic. Um, and yeah, I think it kind of, it didn't close us down to anything as such, but I think, yeah, it's that sort of environment breeds this sort of creativity. And I guess when we chat to everyone later tonight, we'll be able to hear a little more about everyone's weird and wonderful careers. Well, it'd be great to get your uh, feelings on what it's going to be like later on uh, when, when you meet up with everybody. Uh, you mentioned about being well-rounded. Why do you feel that's important for life to be well-rounded? I would say, the working world is very different to this small kind of um, atmosphere of school and uni um, and I love sport at Downs so much like I really love being part of the hockey team and kind of continued that on at Durham and really loved it and I think being able to work with people um, who aren't necessarily the friends that you do your course with or you live with or whatever is a is a is a really good kind of characteristic um, going to the working world you're not going to necessarily be with your best friends I was very lucky I had a big group of people our age who all kind of joined at the same time as me um, into the company, um, which was great. And I think that enabled me, like my time at school, to be able to just throw myself into it and interact with everyone. You can kind of get lost in the crowd. And to what extent did the school help you with that university choice? Because clearly you went to Durham. Durham's quite a long way from Downhouse, yeah. of course. Uh, and I imagine that there was probably some other places you could have gone to where you could have done what you could have done something that was just as good as being at Durham. Maybe so, maybe not. Yeah, I think um, a lot of my cousins went to Durham and obviously there's a lot of ex-down house girls who go there as well. Um, we all kind of, well, a bunch of us did the whole Oxbridge uh, route, didn't quite get there. But um, Durham really suited me. It's a, a really wonderful university and as much as it is far away, I think that's kind of quite fun to get, get like a little bit further away from your parents and London and everything. And I think the Northeast is beautiful. So we had a really fun time. So at home when you were growing up, was that London then? No, I was just outside of London, actually. But um, obviously, I, most of my friends from down were all London-based, so jump on the train, a quick half an hour into London, stop off at Clapham Junction, jump off and see all of you. <laughs> OK, thanks for that, Beth. Um, Izzy, tell me a little bit then about, about your experience at Down House. I absolutely loved Down from the beginning to the end, but I was so upset when I left. It was very, very fun. My best friends when I joined in Remove are still, to this day, my best friends. Gosh. obviously got others so my best friends and remove we still go on holiday together we see each other regularly I had lunch with all of them actually on Monday as well which is really really nice I also feel anytime you see a single girl from down and I definitely you'd agree Beth as well every time we see anyone from down it's literally like you've never not seen them it's so nice and I think we were so lucky mm. with our year and in general I think down is such a friendly school and everybody is so close once you leave and I think that's one of the best things I can take away from down, definitely, is all my friends. So when you went to Bristol University, I'm, I'm guessing you all kept in touch when you were at university. Yes. Did, did you all meet up at different universities as well? We did. So I actually visited Beth and I visited a lot of other people as well. I went to, where did I go? Edinburgh. I went to Newcastle, Oxford, Exeter. So everybody was in different unis, but it was so nice because you could go and visit them, meet all their friends. And there were lots of down girls at the same unis as well, which made it really nice. And why was it that you went to Bristol then? I actually really wanted to go. <laughs> I didn't get into Durham, <laughs> so I went to Bristol. No, um, I 
wanted to go to Durham, but I didn't get in. And I went to Bristol. I didn't really know if I wanted to go there. I was quite nervous to go. I was a July baby, so very, very young. Didn't have a gap year. But I got there literally within a day. I was like, this is the best decision I've ever made. Everybody was so friendly. There was one other girl from down in our year who went here I was close to. And we kind of went together. We did stuff together and it made it so much easier. But it was the nicest. I had the best, best experience. You mentioned about being upset when you left. Tell, tell me more about that. We were in our little bubble and I loved it so much. Like every day was fun. Every day we did something different. Even when we were all revising in the evenings, it was still fun. Lunches were fun. You'd sit in there. We had our coffee room in our house in Willis. We had a coffee room that we'd sit in every single break. You were definitely there, yeah, weren't you? Yeah. Every single break, we would sit there for the whole break, for the whole of lunch. And it was just such a happy time of my life. Yeah. And I was very, very sad to leave. Still am. So tell us what you're doing now then. I am a teacher. So I'm doing Teach First, which is a kind of training teaching Thing, which is based in disadvantaged schools in London and in the rest of the UK. But I did a gap year before I did that. I left school with absolutely no idea what I wanted to do. And I actually think that was a really good thing. And it was almost kudos to, Brist not to Bristol and to Down that I'd had such a good time at Down. I loved all my subjects. I was completely lost. I was like, I love everything so much. I can't choose. Left Bristol, still had no idea what I wanted to do. And then I saw about Teach Fast and I was like, you know what? I had a great time at school. Why don't I go and make some other people's time at school as fun as mine was? And I absolutely love it. It's very, very different to a lot of people's jobs, but it's very, very fun. It's weird being on the receiving end of annoying children and being on the receiving end of like cheekiness and lessons. And I'm there trying not to laugh as I'm telling them off. It's very, very interesting. So where exactly are you doing this, this work, this training at the moment? I am in, based in Hounslow. So I'm a geography, I actually forgot to say I'm a geography teacher. I did politics at uni, but I've gone down the geography route. Wow. And yeah, which is very random because I haven't done it since A-level. But I'm based in Hounslow, so I drive out there every day. Finished today at 3.30. It's a nice finishing time in comparison. Their school day is from 9.50 till 3.10. So it's a nice short day. <laughs> but uh, I, yeah, I love it. 9.50 till 3.10. So, so I imagine some of the teaching staff who are at Downhouse right now who are listening to this, they, they might be a little bit jealous of that, actually. Yeah, I know. To be fair, I get in at like 7.30, but it's a nice short day, only five lessons. But a lot goes on. I had to confiscate. Actually, I only had to confiscate a water gun today. <laughs> they sprayed in my classroom. But it's very fun, very funny, very entertaining. But it makes me feel sorry for my teachers. <laughs> Tell me something about any inspirational teachers that you had when you were at Downhouse. If I think back to my GCSE geography teacher, Miss Clark, she was my favourite teacher. And also my economics and politics um, A-level teachers. I loved Miss Phillips. Is she still there, Miss Phillips? I loved my politics teacher, Miss Phillips Morgan, who was my A-level politics teacher. She made all of our lessons so fun. We loved them so much. And also my economics teacher, Miss Carhill, in sixth form, our whole class was obsessed with economics. We loved it so much. And it was definitely due to her enthusiasm and her, like she had a seminar style of teaching basically in sixth form and it was so nice. And I feel they really inspired me to do the same, like encourage future generations, make them love a subject. So here you are talking about teachers that you found inspiring and now you're in the world of teaching yourself. Did you feel any kind of pressure knowing that that's how your pupils may well be thinking about you? I feel like, I didn't have that much pressure about it. I feel like as long as you go in, you show an enthusiasm about the subject. And also I think the main thing in my school is they, as long as you care about them and you show an interest in them, even more than the subject, then they respect you. 
and then they enjoy your lessons and they want to be in your lessons. It's very different now. They want to almost be your friend. They like really idolize their teachers to a really, it's a really nice thing. And I feel like that makes them, if they like you and they respect you, I feel that makes them engaged in your subject and they come to your lessons so excited, which is really, really lovely. So you two are both in different houses. Tell me how those houses are different or were different to each other. So I was in Tedworth, which was one of the houses in the main building. So there were three houses, Tedworth, Ashholt and Holcomb in the main building. And they were connected. Tedworth was quite a nice house to be in because it was close to the dining room. It was close to all the lessons. But I don't think in terms of other things, they differed that much. I feel the ones further away may have had more of a home feel because they weren't in that main building. But being in the main building meant you could easily go between all three, which was also a nice perk of those ones. What would you say? Yeah, I was in AGS, so just a bit further out from the main school, but it is right, like, as soon as you get into the school, it's kind of on your left, um, next to the tennis courts. And it, yeah, it is probably the homely feel. It's a slightly larger building, so there was probably slightly more of us. But I feel the houses are like your houses that you play your matches, your like house games in and stuff like that. But all of my friends, like I had a great group in AGS, but I also had lots of friends in other houses, obviously Izzy and Tedworth and stuff. And it was quite a lot of fun going over to the um, middle school houses, the school houses and kind of walking across the entire corridor at the top that leads you from one to another. But yeah, I think there is a certain dif difference, but at the end of the day, it's just like you sleep and all your friends are kind of all over the school and it's a lot of fun. Beth, you said you were 13 when you joined school. If you could go back in time to when you were 13 years old, what would you say to your younger self? Oh gosh. I think, oh, this is going to sound very terrible. I think I would say don't worry too much about who you're friends with in your first term at all. Like some of my best friends I made on day one and um, it, that's definitely like lasted the whole way through. But I think it's especially coming at 13 plus when everyone's been to what was Vereen before and everyone can feel quite chummy and it's all, you almost feel like you need to jump into like one group or another and stuff. And my best advice to myself back at 13 would probably be just get involved in as much as possible. And like, you'll find your friends really quickly. And yeah, I mean, I've got the most incredible group of downhouse girls and we all enjoy spending a lot of time with each other now in London, which is very sweet. Uh, Izzy, same question to you. You've had, you've had the benefit of having a couple of minutes to think about that, but equally, Beth's already taken one answer, so you can't take the same one. Goodness. If I could look back at 11-year-old Izzy now, I would say, I don't know, I'd probably actually say just be as weird and have as much fun as you did in that first year and remove, because I feel when we were there, there was no phones, there was no technology. We all had our little brick phones and we would go out into the garden and we would play every single day and be proper 11-year-olds. And I'd say, to enter myself and to any girl going and remove now is to actually make the most of being there. Go and play in the garden. You have like the most incredible space. Go into the forest and go on walks. We, do you remember we go blackberry picking with our house mistress and remove? Like we would do so many fun things. Make the most of also being young at the school, having fun, I would say would be my biggest. Izzy, we've got this five year reunion here tonight. What are you looking forward to when you tell them the girls? I am really looking forward to catching up with the people I haven't seen in ages seeing what they've been up to in their lives, what jobs, like what Beth was saying, what jobs people have, because there's going to be some really interesting ones. I actually feel like I've bumped into a lot of people very, very briefly recently and had like a little snippet. So I'm really excited to actually catch up on what's gone on in people's lives. Because now everyone, not everyone, but most people have finished uni. Mm -hmm. So it'll be really interesting. But I guess through the power of social media, you've probably got a, a fairly clear idea what, what a good chunk of them are already doing anyway. Yeah, and I think we are lucky, and this is what I said in the sense that our year is so close that we do see each other 
really quite a lot anyway. So I feel like we're blessed that we've seen a lot of people on social media has meant we know what people are doing. We see people on social media. So if you haven't seen them, it almost feels like you have anyway. But no, that's another thing. We're so lucky with our year group that we have. It'll be nice to see those who I haven't seen what they're up to. Beth, how about you? Yeah, I'd say the same. I think, um, yeah, as Izzy said, we've got a great group and we kind of bump, but then we've also bumped into a load of people we have not seen in five years. And that's kind of crazy that it's just flashed by so quickly. And I think going back to what you said about social media, we've kind of seen where people have been, but it's all just been real snippets. Like someone could have been traveling or were they working? Like you don't know. And that's quite fun to be able to just like have a good old chin wag with people this evening and um, catch up on, yeah, what they're doing. Because I think, yeah, we're, we're all in completely different places. So we talked about your experience at school. We talked about what you're doing right now. What's Beth going to be doing in the future, say in five years' time, in 20 years' time? Any idea at all? Oh, gosh. Um, well, I do have a bit of a plan, but it's got a couple of um, various doors need to open. Um, but I will, yeah, really want to remain in the commercial art world. I'd love long-term to have my own art advisory. Um, so that's consulting with clients on the basis of their collections, um, building them, maybe looking at like process of deaccession from museums and stuff and working with that um, in a way that, yeah, bringing um, clients to their, if they had a dream wish list of works of art. Um, but yeah, I think thoroughly remaining hands on with the art would be something that I would just relish the opportunity to keep going and doing. Some people say that, that your generation can easily have more than one career, often sort of two or three careers. Do you, do you think you may switch at any point and step outside of the world of art? Yeah, I think it's something that you begin to think about um, possibly when you're starting off and you're doing internships and stuff and maybe no doors have opened. You're going, gosh, have I really done the right thing? But no, I think art's one of those careers. That it's, it's, a, it's, a life, it's a lifetime career for a lot of people. And I think certainly for me, I, I feel very lucky to have absolutely loved every single day of my working life so far and I very much feel when you do something you love you can really stick at it and you don't know where that could go I'd love to have the opportunity to travel I'd love to live abroad for a couple of years yeah I think it being art is so much about networking and having a really good community of people around you so I I kind of hate myself if I threw it all away for to change that but then I guess who knows so we'll see and Izzy how about you to be honest, at the moment, I'm really loving what I'm doing. Maybe I'll end up back at down, head of geography. <laughs> no, I don't think. Don't know if I'd be taken back. No, I would love to stay in teaching for a bit. I definitely want to stay in the school I'm working in. I have to stay there for another year. And then I'll probably stay there for a little bit longer. I would quite like to go to a school where I can teach politics. Because that's, if I'm honest, is what I truly loved in sixth form at school I wasn't the biggest geographer but now here I am I'm the biggest the most passionate geography teacher in the world but I absolutely love teaching and I think it's a weird thing for children listening to a podcast anyone listening to a podcast who's at down they'd be like why would you when I was at school the last thing in the world I ever ever wanted to be if I'm completely honest was a teacher like, I'd never see myself as a geography teacher so I think for people listening now who are at school I get why right now it may seem like the strangest career choice in the world. But uh, I would really, really recommend giving it a shot because it is the most fun. Every single day it changes. And every single day if I keep doing it, it will change. Something crazy happens every day, but it's very entertaining and fun. And I go into work, same as Beth, every day I'm excited when I go into work. I've never had a bad day. I would quite like to keep doing that, to be honest. I love that. Is it really good? Beth, really good. I'm keeping an eye on time here. Um, if anybody wants to connect with you online, are you on LinkedIn or anything like that? Ah, I'm, I'm Isabel Wood. I-S-A-B-E-L. Yeah. <laughs> and Beth, how about you? How can people find you online? Yes, I am on LinkedIn as well. Bethany Perry. 
Um, and yeah, I mean, if any of any Downhouse girls want to reach out to us about careers in the future, they're so welcome to. We love connecting with everyone. I mean, Izzy's got a younger sister still at school. Um, but yeah, we're all, it's one big family at the end of the day. So yeah, if anyone wants to talk to us about careers and things, please do put a little message. Also, if you want to talk to either of us about Bristol or Durham, we are always here to talk about that as well. So please, please do, actually. And Mrs. Reeve, and I'm sure other teachers have our email addresses as well. So if that's easier, feel free to get in touch in any way. That's awesome. Izzy, Beth, thank you both for being here today. It's been really good talking to you both. Thank you. <laughs> so that's it for this episode. To find out more, check out the school's website, downhouse.net. And our next episode is coming out soon. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this one. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you can stay in touch. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.